I want you to think, what is it that I do in such a unique way or I can implement in a unique way that makes it hard for me to replace? And the harder you, harder it is to replace, the more money you make. Period, point blank. There's never another way. And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of The Social Proof Podcast. Uh, we don't have the, the screen up, but you know, Joe can't get it all right every time. You know what I mean? It's all good. It's okay, Joe. No, I'm trying to fix it now. It's all good. Um, welcome. You New just, year, same you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Joe has been... Um, Joe's been producing. I see a change in Joe. It's really dope. It's really, really dope. I've seen a change in him uh, from a personal standpoint, Mm -hmm. for sure. Like, Mm -hmm. that's a big, obvious change. Also, Joe is now a sex symbol. Joe is the podcast sex symbol. Oh, man. It was on your head. It's like, oh, my gosh. When you turn the camera on yourself, Joe is so attractive. Joe gets more compliments than we do. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't get any compliments, which is crazy. Well, that's because you're married, and that's a good thing. The women respect you. I get some compliments, but nobody is ever like, yo, pass Donnie my information. Nobody's trying to date me through the podcast comments, Joe. You're crazy. You just threw that out as bait, because now they're about to go, yeah. No, 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 no. Joe, literally, one girl was like, Joe is handsome. David, tell him I said that. That's a fact. Yeah, that was a DM, too. <laughs> that was crazy. You out here, Joe. That, that was a DM as yeah, well as a YouTube content. Yeah. It's on YouTube. Like, let me just tell you something. The ultimate form of a compliment or flattery is not only when somebody thinks you're attractive, but when they are bold enough to shoot their shot in a comment for the world to see. Absolutely. From their real profile. Joe out here. Joe in anyway, the streets. Let me know how does it feel to be... Joe, yeah, sexy. How's, how's it feel, bro? Well, uh, <clears throat> <laughs> been sexy oh, for a long time, huh? Exactly. You know, it's the first time <laughs> I've been sexy my whole life, but it's cool. I mean, I you know, I'm not big on attention, but I mean, it's cool. But you saw it though. Yeah, I definitely saw it. <laughs> yeah, I saw, I'm not I saw big it. on it, but you know, I saw yeah, it. I saw it a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I can't wait to see some Joe on some dates. And we said we were sponsoring a date for Joe, right? We are sponsoring a date for Somebody Joe. Somebody hit up Joe in the DM. If he if he chooses you, you know what I mean? We'll sponsor the date. I'm talking about a nice date, too. Joe, are you free to date? You free? Yeah. Okay. You? Yeah, yeah. New right. people? Watch yourself. Yeah. Watch yourself, brother. I mean... Watch your answers. I was just like... I am... Uh, what was the two? How it go, Donnie? Good. How does it go? Single until married. No, no, no. Not that one. The Dating. other one I like. No. The uh, significant situation. Oh, you're in a situation that's significant. <laughs> So no, you are? Not no. Let's no. Talk, can, can we, okay, Daddy, how was your week? Let's talk about your week. <laughs> Whoa. I was turning red a little bit. How's your week? Um, my week has been amazing. Um, my week has been amazing. First of all, you and Andrea surprised me last week yes. with uh, a, a birthday trip to Miami. So I'm all like in Miami. I had just, I didn't think the birthday trip was happening because I ended up getting COVID. Yeah. Do you remember? I manifested that. I literally sat at that table Mm. during the Social Proof 7 dinner and said, you guys, remember I made an announcement, hey, I'm not acting funny or anything. I'm just like, my birthday is coming up and I'm not trying to catch COVID. Right, but... 12 hours later. Caught that thing. (laughs) It was in And I think you gave it to me, honestly, because... You You got it in Miami. You you stepped out a little prematurely. 
You got no You wasn't idea. counting your days right. Like, I was shot. Yo, I was on the floor with Brandon, and I was like, yeah, we here with Donnie. He's like, Donnie, didn't she just... Don't she got COVID? <laughs> well, because what happened was I was only feeling bad for like two days. And then the CDC made an update that you only need to quarantine for five days. Mm. So I was in these streets for my birthday. Yeah. I felt good. So we get to Miami. We land in the airport. We're like waiting a long time. We're just hanging around. And I'm like, what are we hanging around for? This is weird. <laughs> Why are we hanging in the airport? And Kenny is all like, let me check something. I got to see where we're going. And if you know him, he is very planned and coordinated. So I'm like, what's going on? And then this guy, somebody just like bumps the crap out of me from behind. Mad hard. And I turn around ready to fight. <laughs> <laughs> and then she realized to be a Dre and she's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. But she was ready to rumble. I was like, what in the world? Like nobody needs to bump you that hard, right? <laughs> it was a really, really rough bump. Yeah. And, I, did, um, I did a bit much. And <laughs> it was it was them and I was super excited and we were in the streets. Yeah. We were in the streets. Yeah. I forget what we did. Was, was that dinner? We dinner. That dinner was Amazing. That dinner was amazing. We went on a wax shopping spree. Yeah. So one of my birthday gifts. Um, so Kenny paid for my bookkeeper mm -hmm. to get my books together for the whole year. Yep. Um, so that's super dope. But one of my like material gifts, um, he treated me to a $20,000 shopping spree. That's lit. Or he tried to yeah. anyway, because yeah. I still haven't spent all that money. No? How much did you spend? Maybe 13 grand. Gotcha. And then it just got to the point where I feel like I'm just buying stuff. Mm. So I stopped. Did you get a right? laptop? I don't need a laptop. My laptop works. I thought you said you need a laptop. And the camera, you got your whole camera set up. You didn't take that I out didn't, of it? I didn't take that out of it. I should have. Dang, I, I thought about that. I didn't think about that. So he treated me to this $20,000 shopping spree. And what he did was, um, because he collects points for everything, mm -hmm. so he gave me his American Express card. And the whole idea was for me and Dave's wife, Dre, to go out and, like, be on the town, like, doing all the shopping. And y'all came, too. Mm -hmm. And we went to their Saks in Miami, which was mega trash. Yeah. Saks was mega trash in Miami. Blooming, very Bloomingdale's vibe. Very Bloomingdale's vibe. -ish. I mean, I would have had a better experience in Dillard's. Yeah, mm -hmm. 100%. So then we went to like their shopping district and it was like over an hour wait for everything. Everything. For we every store. Louis store, hour and a half. Fendi, hour, like it's just, it was crazy. And then their men's store was separate from the women's store. So mm -hmm. it wasn't like the experience. So I only ended up buying one thing there and we ended up coming back. Oh, so we were supposed to go straight to Cabo from there. Mm -hmm. And because of COVID, all these flights had gotten canceled and we didn't make it which ended up being a great thing because my daughter got COVID. Ugh. So I didn't want, I would have been super guilty. Crazy, man. I would have felt super guilty if I was in Cabo on the beach and she's at home by herself dealing with COVID. So you know the weirdest thing, I don't know anyone who hasn't gotten it. Yeah, well, I still, I see a few people in my comments who say they still hadn't gotten it. Um, could be asymptomatic. They could be asymptomatic. So she ends up getting COVID. So it worked out that we missed the flight. So, you know, I live in a condo. So she was in the condo, but I, I tried to stay out of the condo most of the day and just be there at night. Like I would set her up with her food and everything and kind of try to stay out. So we were back in Atlanta and I did some shopping. Um, but then it just like, I don't have to shop a whole lot. Like $20,000 is a lot to spend for me. Like I go and I pick up a piece here and there. 
And I was just thinking about all the things that I could be doing and I wanted to be strategic. So anyway, that was that. We ultimately ended up making it to Cabo for seven days. Give me the entrepreneurial principle that you learn from Cabo. You're like, you know, as an entrepreneur, when you go places, you like, like something, you see something that like turns a corner for you. If you see a different experience and you're mm-hmm. like, in your head, you're like, oh, I'm taking that with me. If you're like, if you're like me, I'm always thinking about business. Yeah. I'm taking it back like, oh, that's what I was missing. Yeah. Do you have any, you have any of those moments? A couple of things. So from the experience altogether, we were at the LeBlanc Resort. Mm-hmm. Beautiful place. It's a spa resort. But in Cabo, we did not experience the word no. What you mean? Customer service was just amazing. Everything was, we'll make it happen. We don't typically offer this, but we'll make it happen. What can we do to accommodate you? So the the best customer service I've ever had, let me just be clear, was in Jamaica. But this Cabo experience was really good. The resort was really clean. Really clean, like above clean to my standard. Oh, for sure. Because Donnie, she get paper forks everywhere we go. It's crazy. Joe, dig in my purse. I got one. (laughs) To go cups. This is saying a lot. Yeah, no, so like you were impressed by the cleanliness. What's so funny is I bought my travel kit mm-hmm. with my fork, spoon, knife, and, sh- and straws, mm-hmm. washable straws and stuff. And I didn't have to use them. I used the straws, but mm-hmm. I didn't have to use my fork oh. kits one time. So this was oh. really awesome. So it goes back to the give the pickle lesson that I'm always teaching about. You guys will have to watch an episode. We're not going through that today. Mm-hmm. Um, going above and beyond to serve and satisfy your customers. Also, if they said the car was going to be there at 403, Miss Wiggins, your car will be here today. The car was there at 403, Mm. period. There was no 405. There was no it's on the way. The vehicle was there. Everybody understood their job was the biggest lesson that I got. Was Cabo expensive? Is it an expensive place? Cabo is a rich place and a rich destination in Mexico from what I understand. Uh, So we were in a spa resort. Cabo is in Mexico. Cabo is in... Yo, I promise you, I didn't know... I didn't know where that joint was. I, I was like, oh, Cabo just sounds lit, but I didn't associate it with Mexico. So, and here's probably why. So you have like Cancun and Tulum and all those places, yes. but Cabo, I believe it's Western Mexico. It's, it sits like right by California, Arizona, oh. all those places, right? So it's on that side. And it doesn't even feel like you're in Mexico. It feels like you're legit in like Cabo. Arizona. <laughs> like you're in Cabo. No, it feels Everybody like you're different. in Arizona. There's like a lot of mountains and mm. it feels deserty. There, there's beautiful beaches and ocean. But anyway, the biggest entrepreneurial lesson was or takeaway was this is a very well-oiled machine because everybody understood their assignment. Mm. Everybody had a job to play and your point, your first point person had to build you up to lead you to the second point person, had to build you up to lead you to the third point person. The experience started from the taxi. So you were looking at operations. I know your operations. Oh my God. I love the system. I'm looking at everything. And then, so at this particular resort, you have an opportunity to purchase a membership. Mm -hmm. It's almost like a timeshare-like experience. And they get you on the first day. They don't even give you an opportunity to enjoy the resort. We'd love to throw in 1,500 resort credits if you'll just take this 90-minute tour. Mm. And of course, I'm like, no, I don't want to do it. You know, but Kenny, on the other hand, he's like, I want to do it because he loves to see sales processes. So we end up doing this tour. Actually, I didn't go. The first day I stood them up. (laughs) (laughs) You're out of that. Completely out of that. And then Kenny is like, we got to go together. They make you do it as a couple. For sure. 
so then the next day, um, I still didn't get it. Like, I'm thinking, if I just don't get out of the bed, he won't hold me to this. <laughs> so he goes and he does the tour and he calls me. This, the, that's his second tour or is the first one he did? This is, the, this is our first tour, but it was the second appointment. Why did he go to two tours? He didn't go to two tours. So the first one, I stood them up and they wouldn't take him on oh, the Oh, they wouldn't take him. Okay, gotcha. But gotcha. the second time, I guess they felt bad for him because he showed up again without me. And they just went ahead and did the tour. So I get a phone call from Kenny, maybe two hours after he leaves the room. And he's like, hey, look out on the balcony. We're in the governor's suite. I look out and he's at the sales center. Mm -hmm. I already knew. Hey, I just I just want I just want you to come and see the presidential suite because it wasn't available. Mm -hmm. It became available this day. He's like, I want I just want you to come and see the presidential suite like you're going to love it. I just want you to see it. So when we come back. I already knew. Let me get his passport and all this stuff. He's going to need these documents to make a purchase and decision. And I forgot to get the stuff anyway, but I get there and he's already sold. The lady is talking to him in terms of the package that he wants to buy. And I pull him to the side. I said, you got to be the easiest sale ever for anybody because he just, he's just going to buy it. You make it look good to him. He is going to buy it without question. So yes, he he got the package. What was the package? Um, it was like $15,000 for X amount of discounted nights or something like that. It was really dope. So what we were able to do... Can we go? Yes, yes. So, well, yes, yes. When do you want to go? Like, we got to go back. You, I thought about you on the trip. Let me tell you why. So there's a gaming station right outside of our balcony. Guess what they had? Monopoly. Monopoly. No way. <laughs> they had Monopoly, Connect Four, Scrabble, and Table Tennis. All my stuff. I was like, David would love it here. <laughs> like I'm looking at, I'm not looking at the beach or the service. I'm like, they've got Monopoly. <laughs> they, <laughs> they got Monopoly. Me. And yeah, so that was that was really exciting. But yeah, everybody mm. played their position very well. And even when they didn't, one of my big pet peeves in business and customer service is for someone to tell you they don't know the answer and that's their final answer. Mm. Hey, how do I do how do I update my membership? I'm not sure. I don't I handle billing or I handle, you know, mm. operations. I'm not sure. Okay, and right. like, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. And so it's it's so important that if there's an answer that you if there's a question that you don't have the answer to, you do your best to get that answer. Hey, I'm not sure what that answer is. That's not in the scope of my department, but let me place you in a brief hole. I'm going to find the person who can help you with this or I'll find the answer or I'll follow up with you via email or whatever. And you would never have known that these people didn't know their job. So you get a butler and everything, you know, when you travel a certain way, you have a butler that supports you for your whole trip, um, things like that. So our butler like took care of everything for us and Jamaica was more of a vibe from the service standpoint. Uh, Cabo. We went to Montego Bay. Okay, yeah, we was there too. And I don't know if I'll go back to Montego Bay. Negril next? Ocho's Rios, I believe. The only reason, Negril has the best beaches, but there's this jerk chicken place Ocho's that you can... Rios don't sound Jamaican. You sure that's Jamaica? Do that sound Jamaican? Rio? That sounds like... It, it don't, but it sounds like a... Probably, is that a resort? Is it a real? Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. Ooh, is Ocho's Rios a resort? It just sounds like a res- <laughs> there's a resort in uh, Dominican Republic with the name Rios in it. That's what I thought. That, but then, the Rios? She's right. The Rios. R-I-U-S? Yep, there you go. That's mm-hmm. not the same 
well, maybe, some Hispa- maybe some of the Hispanics have settled there on Ocho's mm. Rios, Jamaica. That's what I'm assuming. I cannot. It's a, real, it's a real thing, though. So okay. the only reason that I want to go there next is because there's this jerk chicken place that I went to in, in Montego Bay, and it's the midway point between Montego Bay and Ocho's Rios. So you can't get to it from the grill. It's too far. Yes. I got to have that chicken one more time. Just so black. I'm just going to fly to Jamaica for, some, for this Listen, chicken joint. <laughs> if you have the jerk chicken, you're going to be thinking about flying back to Jamaica just to have this chicken. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to take some trips. Are I you ready I, to travel? Not really. I'll go some uh, in rain. I, I, don't, I just don't have a desire to travel like that. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know I, I, like, I like being home. Dave, this is why you lack culture. Who says I lack culture? This expression that you have right Ocho's now. Ocho's Rios? Yeah. Ocho's, Ocho's Rios. Rios. <laughs> oh, it's Cabo so, in Mexico. Sounds like a snack. It's like a, a sandwich joint. Sounds like something you pack in your lunchbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like, it's not like, a, uh, like a Mexican hey, place. Hey, babe, like did you give Sarai the Ocho's Rios this morning? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, just, I'm not, I don't have a desire to travel like that. Okay, that's cool. You want to go somewhere in the next 30 days? I would go somewhere. Let's go. You want to go to Mexico or Jamaica? But Cabo, I would do it though. It's Mexico and it's like right there by the States just in case anything happens. It is right by the States, but it is a almost four hour trip flight from LA. I mean, that's LA. Oh, from LA. From Atlanta. Oh yeah, so that's an LA flight. Let's do it. I really want to do um Hawaii too. Now that's, that's on my must do list this year. We should just do it now while it's cold. Is Hawaii's warm, yes? All year round? No, I don't think they're warm all year round. Okay. Oh, snow in Hawaii? Sounds weird. Joe, you didn't know about Jamaica. I'm not sure if you understand climate in Hawaii. (laughs) Would Um, Would you think, do you think getting in, like going different places, expand your mind? You got to talk to me in terms of entrepreneurship for me. Because the experience isn't, I'm not going to be caught up in experience. Like, oh, it's time for Tower. Oh, it's have this. you ever gone out of the country? Yes, I have. Where have you been? I've been in Jamaica. I've been in Mexico. I went to Canada for a speaking gig. I got, I'm an international speaker. You ever got booked internationally? Tell the truth. Don't lie. Yes. Where? Bermuda, Cancun, Tulum. You got booked to speak in Cancun? Yes. I'm not talking with, with network work marketing. That doesn't count. They brought me back as a travel club. No, women's women's organizations at that time were booking me for these trips. Absolutely. I got Um, booked at colleges and all right. Anyway, because you got more than me. Canada Mm. and I um, haven't been to Canada. There you go. Yeah. It was like deep Canada too. Deep Canada? What does that even mean? Yo, Canada's huge. So is there like not deep Canada? Is it shallow Canada? It wasn't, it wasn't um, it wasn't the six. You know what I mean? It wasn't Toronto. It was out in an area. It wasn't what Drake raps about. <laughs> which, makes, which makes it deep. No, but in, anywho, anywho. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know about the whole track. Okay, so. I would, but it's not. We're, that I have we're declaring right here on this podcast mm-hmm. that we are traveling 30 days from the release of this podcast, within 30 days from the release of this podcast. Uh, you know, COVID outside, so. It was COVID outside when you came to Miami. You got COVID. From you. No, <laughs> She definitely came out prematurely. I did not. But, and then Dre um, got COVID. Yeah, but, but also it's going to depend on my goals too. If I could just leave. Why do I your goals... I have some aggressive goals right now. I have some really aggressive goals too, but 
there's no reason that you can't accomplish them. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I, will, I will set a travel destination based on the accomplishment of something. Do you want to launch your podcast? It's, now is the year to launch your podcast. Do you know if the world shuts down again, I'll make another million dollars because people are at home watching my podcast. They should watch your podcast too, but you just don't know what to do. You don't know what to do to launch your podcast. You have a gift, you have a voice, you have a perspective, you have a network, you have something that the world needs, but for some reason you haven't launched your podcast because you don't know what to do. You don't know what type of camera this is. You don't know what type of mic that is. You don't know what type of mixing board that is. You don't know You don't know the chords that you need. You just don't know. And over five days, I'm going to teach you. I just need an hour a day of your time over five days, and I'm going to teach you how to launch your podcast. I recommend you get VIP, but you can do general admission as well. I recommend VIP because you get like an extra 45 minutes of my time, Q&A and all that kind of stuff. It's more personal. I recommend get VIP, but you can do general admission as well. But now's the time to launch your podcast, and I'm going to teach you how to do it over five days. Launchyourpodcastchallenge.com. Click the link below. Let's go. Hmm, I just can't say 30 days. Yeah. Let me do something. Like, let's, let's do something and then go... The, have the trip, the celebration for the doing something. Now, there's a whole lot of self-carers out there that's like, oh, you have the wrong mindset. And I feel you. You just got to treat yourself sometime. But That's me. One thing that I did take away from this experience is that you have to get away and refill your cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a fact. And that's even being away... Maybe that will help me hit the goal. Yo, I was so yeah. productive just in the first day of doing work, I got more done. I got tasks done that I was avoiding getting done because in real time, it felt like a huge project. Like, man, if I sit down, I'm going to be doing this for hours or I really got to think this through. And it was a piece of cake in Cabo. Just Mm. listening to the ocean breeze. I don't know if it was the energy or the weather or just the environment of people just living life. It was re- like, I got so much work done, so much. And so I believe that it'll be a great place for us to go and like mastermind mm-hmm. and really just like map out our vid. I don't know what it is about travel that does it for you, but it mm-hmm. really makes you uber productive. I'm with that. Okay, let's frame it that way. I just got to be framed correctly. Yeah, I'm so I'm not, I mean. 30 days we'll go somewhere and mastermind. We'll within go- 30 days. Within 30 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll go somewhere and mastermind. We'll go somewhere and have a trip that is part turn up, part business. Okay. I'm with that. Where you want to go? I mean, I know you only like 30-minute flights. I do Cancun. <laughs> Hilton Head. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he he, he <laughs> no, want to go to Myrtle Beach. Somewhere some in Myrtle Beach. Um, anywhere I got some water, Cancun. Cancun. Let's just go back to Cabo because let me say this, and I don't want any hate in the comments, but... This was my first time going to to Cabo. I've been to Cancun a million times and Dominican Republic. And Cabo makes those destinations feel ghetto. Mm. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. 
with NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Yeah, it feels like the hood of Mexico. Um, Cabo is much like Dubai in terms of they don't really have crime. I saw one police officer the whole seven days and that police officer was simply directing traffic in a high traffic area. Um, It was super clean. There were, there were no homeless people. There were, there was no random trash on the streets, even in downtown. It was just nice. All right, I want to go. Did you tell Dre already? I'll tell her as soon as we're done here. Okay. And y'all already paid for us to come, right? Y'all got like... No, we paid for a discounted membership. So, do we get to take part of the benefit too? You get to discount? have the discount. Okay, mm-hmm. right. say less. Yeah, All right, we're in there. All right, let's get let's get into some entrepreneurship stuff, man. How you feel? Um, you want to get into it? Yeah, I feel amazing, but I want to ask care? about your week. Only you wasn't about to. That's where I was. I was you trying to think. Like, did we talk about Dave's week? Let's um, talk about it. Yes, my week was awesome. Uh, working, we're getting closer and closer to finishing out the studio. Actually, when I get out of here. Hopefully, they got the bathroom uh, fixtures, toilet sinks, all that kind of stuff up. Uh, we're getting really, really close to opening it. I'm excited about it. Very nice. Yeah. So, um, also, right now with the morning meetup, we have we got a really aggressive goal, but we're looking at a platform, like building out our own platform or app to be able to house the community and do different stuff with it. Mm-hmm. But that's that's a real heavy lift that I'm trying to get in my mind to actually start. Cause there's a, there, there's a platform you got to do a 14 day trial. And over the last few days, I've been avoiding starting the trial. Is that mighty Networks? Yeah. Are you familiar with it? Mm-hmm. I put a lot of my clients on it. I so, put yes. traps group. Yeah. On he was mighty telling Network. me and yeah, but I, I think I want to do it differently. So mighty network will also allow you to do a custom build out if you want to. So that's the one we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if necessary, I have access to a developer who can just do a from scratch, leveraging nobody else's third-party platform build out for you as well. Yeah, but I do like the support of the Money Networks. Instead of having my own app and I got to... Having to come up with the support. Yeah, you got to have the support. You got to have somebody on, like, on the team that's updating it and making, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So what, what do you think about that? Oh, I think it's awesome. I'm I, saying um, you think going native build or? I mean, I think there's levels, right? And I don't think you need a native build necessarily. I do think you need something more custom than what 
the standard $30 a month membership will give yeah. you. You definitely need to take it off of Facebook. I literally was just smile because I was literally having this conversation with one of my clients today. Shout out to Courtney Stallworth. Mm-hmm. I was telling her that my, my goal, one of my goals is to create my own app because I want to move all of my groups off of Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I've been saying it for a while, mostly because I have experienced too many times being hacked and uh, losing everything. So I want the, the app. I have not played around with the features of um, building, having them customize your own app. I've only mm-hmm. used that platform um, for what it offers, but I did go through the, uh, what do you call it? When you take the tour kind of deal, right. kind of call with them. And it's powerful. You it's like super it? powerful. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. How much would you charge me to like, like help me with the transition? I'll help you with the transition. I already have I, a credit with you. Or you already I, have a credit with me. I need no. I need to no because I still want you to build out that sales team. Okay. But I need I need to pay you because if I don't pay you, I don't do it. It's not a. It's not. <laughs> Yo, you know what? This, this is a good topic to talk about. I ain't doing it. I so, mean, and I will do it. I have good intentions all the time. I usually don't agree to things that I'm not getting paid for in the first place. So that eliminates. That. Yeah. So she just hit me with the yeah, I got you. But I know how that. I know. I know that. Well, I, I thought that. what I thought you meant was how much would you have to pay me to run the idea past me? But now it sounds like like no, to run. I'm talking about like the I, I'm already committed to the idea. I'm talking about the handling the transition mm-hmm. of the people. But there's two things I want to talk about. Remind, take this. Can you write this down for me, Joe, because I don't want to forget it. The disadvantage of friendship. Just, just hold me. Just hold that to me. But what I want to do with the platform, because you can transition all your people in your community, right, mm-hmm. over to this platform, and then they pay the platform and the pa- platform, like you're running it through them, and then they pay you, right? Which you'll probably lose a bunch of people in a transition, Typically, things of that nature. Thirty percent. Yeah, which I'm not into that. I don't want to lose anybody in the community. <clears throat> so. You risk whenever you're transferring. So, but oh, let me let me finish this thought though. Let me finish this thought. Um, hey, where was I? Okay, okay, okay. You're gonna lose some people in the transition. Yes. So here's what I'm thinking of doing. We keep the processing in place the way it is, right? So this anybody that has a membership community will probably relate. They're paying you through Stripe. We'll keep the processing in place, but we'll add the app, and it's a benefit for the people that are already. Paying. So the, the same website we're bringing in, and it's more of a manual process because we have to verify the people that can come over into this community. But I think I'd rather do that than transition everybody over to the app and have them control it. So a couple of things that I've learned about migrating platforms. Number one, you have to give people time to comfortably transition For over, sure. right? Um we have had we have given people too much time and then too little time. There's such thing as both, but you want to make sure you're giving people time. Usually, when you're transferring over platforms, you want to factor in about sixty days because it makes it urgent. But every it depends on how you're notifying people and all this good stuff. One of the benefits to doing it the way that you do it is, or the way that you operate, you have a good show up rate on your calls. So I would literally recommend free advice every single day of one week of your call, maybe even two weeks, you take the first few minutes or people usually get on maybe what, at the 30 minute mark. Mm -hmm. So at that 30 minute mark where you have the most people, 
go ahead and say, hey, you guys should have already received an email. I want everybody to log into it right now. It doesn't matter if you're on your phone or your computer. Comment it in the chat once you've registered into the new deal. Um, I do not like your thought process in terms of continuing to charge them in Stripe and put them in Mighty Network because it kind of defeats one of the bigger main purposes. So they'll be able to manage their membership inside of Mighty Network, change their cards, cancel if they want to cancel, which you don't want the people canceling, but a cancellation is better than a chargeback. Right, but here's the thing. We have everybody in SamCart now, which they can manage their membership. Yeah, but why would you be paying for two platforms? Why do you need two platforms? It's just confusing. So, hey, we meet in Mighty Network, but go to SamCart to update your billing and all this other stuff. Well, the only... Yeah, well, the only reason where we have SAM cards just payment processing. I understand, but Mighty Network does the same thing. Right, right. Otherwise, what's going to happen is the 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 nuance to Mighty Network is once you get people, if you did it that way, you have to grant everyone free access. You have yes. to create a free subscription inside of Mighty Network and then give them all free subscription. Now, if in the event you said enough of managing both of these platforms and the whole point of operations is to simplify as much as possible. So that Sam Card Mighty Network thing is going to be a headache. Once you understand that and find that out and you have to then start billing them in Mighty Network, you can't just change their subscription plan. You have to get them to opt in again anyway. Right. So just do it now. You'll Mm -hmm. lose about 30% of people. And there are some things that we can do to possibly curb that number just a little bit. But those are going to be people who are dormant anyway. They're not active anyway. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we'll we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. But anyway, yeah. So that that's that's been my uh, my week of just trying to figure out how I'm going to safely transition everybody over because I don't want it to like ruin their experience. But I do have this big this big idea and this plan for this community. You yeah. know what I mean? So, but it's a, it's it's going to require me taking attention off of some other important things in the business to focus on this. That's why I'm saying how much is it going to cost for you to manage it? <laughs> Let's talk about the scope of all these big ideas that you have. Um, if it's just a transition, that's the easy thing to do. It's a oh, tedious good. thing, but an easy thing, good. right? Easy sounds inexpensive. Easy sounds like yesterday's price. You'll get yesterday's price for sure. See? So so now the, the point I wanted to discuss was the the what was it? What did I say? The, the disadvantages, disadvantages of, of friendship. friendship. The disadvantage of friendship. So, you know, Joe's what we can always bounce off on this podcast to create a good conversation. So Joe has a podcast, right? That's my boy. And I don't know how your podcast is going. How's your podcast going? It's going all right. It's going all right. That is not scalable or quantifiable. It's definitely not. I don't really know what all right, know, means, all right just means it's not going well. It's not going well. Nobody's like you're doing well. You say it's nobody's all right. unless you're this. unless you're super up. Then you be like, it's all right. It's it's going, man. Makes you, <laughs> it's going. It makes you feel better. But the benefit, no, no, not not say it's not going. Are you making money from it? Actually, I somebody did uh, do a hundred dollars sponsorship. Hundred bucks. Yes. Good. Congratulations. But the, the challenge is he's so close and he's never going to... I, it would be awkward or weird for him to, like, join the mastermind. 
It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Or uh, he's, he's so close that he can't get clients' attention. Or like my, mm-hmm. one of my best friend, right? If he wanted to get into business, like he's, I can't, I can't even see myself charging him. And he's not even going to think, oh, this is, my, this is my best friend. We good. Like, he's not going to think to, like, pay me what other clients pay me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to hit him with, yeah, I got you. And I really, I got you, no problem. But it's not, I don't have any obligation to see you succeed. When I have clients, I feel an obligation to make sure I'm giving them the right information. I'm pushing them, making sure they succeed. But when you're so close, you're at a disadvantage. Mm. Make sense? If somebody said, yo, Dave, I'm going to pay you $5,000 to do what Joe does so that I can be around and learn. They're going to pay me money to do what he does mm-hmm. because a part of this package is I get to be a part of the podcast. I get to ask questions and I can apply this stuff to my business. There's a disadvantage to friendship when it comes to business. And maybe that's just me and the way I see it. I love to see your perspective on that. Um, I think there are both advantages and disadvantages for sure. I think sometimes, I think sometimes some of your friends won't ask you to cash in on the advantages. And I think that happens far too often. What do you mean? Explain that. So you'll be great at doing a thing. How many times has Joe asked you, hey, Dave, can you just look at my podcast and tell me where I can be better? Never. Donnie, can you just look at my podcast and tell me how can I be better? You didn't even tell me that you started a podcast. You didn't know you had a podcast? Not until I saw a random episode of a clip on Instagram. Hmm. And it's it's not like, and for this particular thing, you didn't do anything wrong this time. Oh, you did. No, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't let me know. No, this is a tough. This is a tough thing to discuss. This is a hard. 
I think there's a disadvantage to it. I think there's both, right? I think there's a disadvantage, yes, because number one, so I think the disadvantage comes kind of like in what you explained. The reason Joe didn't ask you is two. Number one, Joe wants you to be proud of him, right? He wants you to see that he's picked up on what he, or that he's implementing what he's picked up just by being in the room and he's doing it. On the flip side, Joe also sees Dave is real busy. He doesn't have time for this. Or Dave has people paying him $30,000 to learn how to do this or whatever that number is. I can't pay him that. So I don't want to disrespect him. You know what the real disadvantage is? Even if he approached me with that, I don't even see myself taking his money. And you wouldn't take his money. That's the challenge. Mm -hmm. But also at the same time, I'm sure there are times where you sit and be like, why didn't he just ask me? Yes, but even the quality of the information of just asking is different than clients. Mm. So he can't even, even if he wanted to, he can't pay me and have me accept what I would charge to do it. So you treat your friends differently? Uh, no. It, yes. I do. I was yes, going to say I, I do. do. Yeah, I do because... So we have an obligation to our clients to That's give hard. them the best of us. But friends are a little different because there are so many other things. Like if it doesn't work out with your client, the worst case scenario is a refund. Mm. If it doesn't work out with your friend, the worst case scenario could be the destruction of that relationship. Mm. And yeah. I just... When it comes to helping friends make money. It has just worked out and then it's not worked out both ways. I believe that you can make money with your friends and I'm talking about in partnership, but I am talking specifically about when it's time for you to teach someone something and have them go out and apply. It can get really, really tricky. One, because you don't teach a friend the same way. You can be a little bit more frustrated with a friend than you could, or you could show a little bit more frustration with a friend than you could a client. You could actually tell your friends about disappointment in a more direct way than you would typically your client. You can call your friends out on your stuff. Like, it changes everything. You call your friend just to see what they're doing, and they're on the couch watching the new reality show, and you're like, yo, did you get X, Y, and Z done yet? I'm disgusted with you, or whatever the case may be. Um, it works out. It works out just a little differently. And then what do you charge your friends? What don't you charge your friends? I, you know, in a situation I've been in before, um, it's like I'll discount 50 percent, but then 50 percent wasn't enough. And yeah. then now you mad at me. And then, you know, it's just. It's a what do you do? It that is sucks. a disadvantage. Imagine dating somebody that's amazing in business. You're not going to date them and be their mentee. Come join the most amazing live mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs every morning. The, the, the Morning Meetup. Do you have a business idea you need to get off the ground? Do you currently work a nine to five and are looking for supplemental income? Come and network with like-minded individuals and take your business to the next level. Every morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with David Shand and friends. Try The Morning Meetup today for just $1. Head over to themorningmeetup.com. That's themorningmeetup.com. You feel me? Like, I, my wife is at a disadvantage as an entrepreneur because I think I could be. If she wasn't my wife, I'd probably be the perfect person to coach her. Because when I say something, she'll receive it differently. 
I'll I'd have more courage to say what I want to say. You scared right now? A little bit. I get you. So one time we were talking and she said, what do you think I need to do to really, to, you know, kind of, <laughs> I, I forgot how she said it, but my answer was, you should read a book. You should find a book to I read I remember you it. telling me about that. A book? Oh, no. She wants a deeper answer and I don't have one. Because you, you haven't been an entrepreneur for... Like, if, if she wasn't my wife, this would be my advice. We need to start somewhere with, like, with a book because it's the game is here. It's like, if you haven't been an entrepreneur before, even the stuff I tell you to do, you're not going to understand it until you start, like, being exposed to a different way of thinking. Mm-hmm. But I can't coach her effectively. I mean, I'm sure there's a way to effectively do it, but... I, I don't. I don't know, man. It, there's there's certain disadvantages of being close, for sure. So I, I I don't know how y'all gonna get around that, and I don't have any answers. Is there a way to get around it? What type of advice would you give somebody? Um, I would invite my friends if they wanted to be a part to sit in on my Q and As and things like that and ask questions. I actually want to. Um, I I've been thinking of this idea for the last two years. I would love to be able to have like a quarterly sit down with like my friends, my mm. personal friends mm. and just catch up on goals and like, what are you doing? What can I help you with? Like make it something standardized still in a room of people and just kind of swap ideas, almost mastermind. Like if we could do that once a quarter, just, you know, privately with friends, I think that would be more effective than me being responsible for coaching you every day. I actually did what? that last night with my friends. So what? I actually did that last night, my friends. Really? We yeah, a, it's dope. Yeah. I mean, it's just like we get together and we mastermind. Seems like all friends. of my friends, 98%, really all you have like one friend is not an entrepreneur. He's, he's, he's in it now. Like he's doing government contracting now, but I don't got that many friends that aren't. But even there's still levels to it. Like most of my friends, when I think about it, are also entrepreneurs with the exception of three. Um, they're not entrepreneurs. They probably desire to be some type of entrepreneur, yeah. but they are successful in their careers. For sure. Um, and you just mastermind with them too. I haven't started yet. So that's something I'm that I want to start. Yeah. I would just mastermind and say, you know, how can, how can we help each other? But more importantly, how can I help you? Um, and, and I believe it's, it, we just got to recognize that our friends are different. They don't have to want to necessarily reach the levels that we've reached. But in terms of financially, I'm probably, um, I'm probably further ahead than my friends. Yeah. But there are some things that I could learn from them as well. So maybe a mastermind where it's like, how can we help? We know what the deal is, yeah. right? We know what we're here for. Yeah. But how can we help each other? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we could do it together. And Let's I, do I'll it. try to think. Because you only got some, one friend, so yeah, one friend, <laughs> and maybe some family members. <laughs> you that, only got one homie, so. Well, you know what? I do have, and I'm not going to say his name. We know the friend. He came to my house probably have to, really? Yeah. Talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He came, he did. He came to my house before I left town. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, like, people like that, that, you know, need some assistance, but they're not going to join a mastermind. And we talked about you. Really? Was it good? That's why I brought it up. Well, we don't got to get into it, because. 
What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you, rub shoulders with industry leaders and you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on social proof podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code BIGDEAL, It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people to listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you... No, right now yet you got time no pressure you get us back but use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free so don't wait so secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country join us july 4th and 5th in atlanta let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality y'all head over to podcastsummit.com use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal yeah no no no. it wasn't bad it was uh y'all i told him that he needs to have a conversation with you it wasn't bad stuff, but it was, you know, it, it's not bad, but it's some things that we probably need to say. Like, I just need to tell you this mm-hmm. and maybe express that I felt this way and then also apologize to you for something. That conversation needs to be had, but it wasn't bad. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. <laughs> um, another thing uh, I wanted to say to you, too. Wait, real quick. Can I just real quick? Can you 
table that? Yes. Y'all. <laughs> oh, so I said. <laughs> Shouts out to Hefe the jeweler. Yes, Hefe the jeweler. Yeah, Is that his Hefe, name? Yep. Listen, first of all, I have never received anything like this. Thank you, David. Happy birthday. Social proof. Social proof. This was my, this was one of my birthday gifts from the Shans. Well, this one I'm going to say was directly from David. And then he and Andrea got me something else really, really cool. And you'll see it. So I won't tell you yet. But let me tell y'all something. I've never even opened the type of case that this comes in, but the case lights up. It has lights that make it look crazy. I was like, wow, this is so sweet. I thought it was so, isn't this nice? Joe, am I blingy? You're very blingy. Can you see me? So if I went on the Breakfast Club and Charlemagne pulled out the little fact checker on me, Mm -hmm. is the diamond, the diamond. Oh, 100%. BVS. Okay, all right. That's BVS. We went went there. Yeah. We went there. BVS jewel me. (laughs) All right, go ahead. Carry on. I just Um, had to point it out because the reason that I did it was for you, not for me. I know you guys noticed something different. I'm shining a little differently and I just wanted to satisfy your curiosity. It's real. You see it. That's a fact. You see it. <laughs> so um I, I wanted I wanted to ask you um how your changing did you put the shade on the mic? <laughs> <laughs> I wanna know how you plan to change girl girl, stop it. <laughs> how do you plan on um changing things up this like moving forward? So you had a really, really good year. And one school of thought is if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We just do the same thing again. Yeah. But um, I want to know how you are gonna like moving forward. What's the what's the ex escalation, or what are we changing this Have year from last year? Switch it up. You weren't comfortable with that word. Too many to syllables. Get... <laughs> escalation. <laughs> we went back to switch it up. <laughs> um. I don't know necessarily that I'm changing more than I am. Mm. No, maybe Can I, I am. tell you what I told my morning meetup this morning? Okay. Because you're going to ask me a question and then give me the answer. Go ahead, Shan. No, 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 no. no. Well, I, I told him that I was like, uh, somebody asked, you know, who who can really help me in my business idea. And we talk, talked about a person. I was like, of course, you know, I think you should hit up Donnie. But I was like, you probably have to hurry up because I don't even really want her coaching people no more. Because sometimes she has calls and I'll be wanting to hang out and she can't. How selfish is that? That's mad selfish. So you're going to take away from her income. Because he wants to go shopping. No, not take away. I got money to shop with. (laughs) But I I got like... Ideas. Ideas that fit into I know where she wants to go. And not saying she's going to do it, but I got ideas like for where she wants to go and where I think we can go together. Mm-hmm. And you just got, you got clients. So since the year has started, um, I am two clients lighter, mm. which means that I went from eight one-on-one clients now to six. Oh. And um, <clears throat> so that means that, so three of these clients I'm not going to get rid of, right? I just, there's just... You got some pretty dope clients. Yeah. Three of these clients I'm not going to get rid of, and I don't want to get rid of any of them. Um, The two clients that I parted ways with, it was more mutual than anything. I didn't give them an ultimatum, but they understood that right now where we are, I probably can't help them 
at the level that they want me to help them at this time. Um, one of them, we generated a brand new idea from scratch. His idea is super awesome. Um, and he, you know, communicated that I want to let me give some time. Now that we got the idea mapped out, he wants to take some time to really build that idea out and, mm. and get it uh, get something for me to coach him on. And then the other person, um, probably isn't a good fit if we're being totally honest, um, just in the business model and probably financially because of the business model and some changes that need to be made, it's probably a financial burden for them to be able to continue with coaching. And once these clients are gone, I'm not, you can't come back. Like you can't take, you know, the conversation is, can I pause a month? No. You got to cancel, baby. Yeah. You got to cancel because <laughs> your girl is moving on. Let me tell you, it became so real for me in Miami when we were just in Miami and I was gifted a $20,000 shopping spree. And I'm like, tomorrow? Oh, no, that's my busy day. I got to work. Mm. And y'all are sitting at the table like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I have to work. And I literally got up at six o'clock that morning to start taking calls. Like I literally that night rescheduled some of my clients so that we could start at six. So by the time we were ready to work mm. or we were ready to go hang out, I would be available. And I did not like that feeling. I don't want to be a slave to my business. So this year I am looking for ways to detach a little bit um, from the business. I will be... As I am eliminating one-on-one clients, I likely won't be taking or replacing those spaces. But I do have a high-level group mastermind that if your business qualifies for it, you can still get coaching, but it has to be in the group space at this point forward. When I really, really think about what I do as a coach right now, it's just not necessary. It's great to have a coach that you meet with every single week. It really is. But I have created a group program that still feels like weekly, right? Mm -hmm. And so we still communicate every other week. We don't communicate every single week anymore. And what I have learned is sometimes that week-to-week coaching can almost be micromanagement of your clients. Mm -hmm. You're looking for these updates every single week, every single week. And sometimes, especially when you're dealing with higher-level entrepreneurs, you have to give an idea or feedback time to breathe and manifest. Sometimes we may not have an update from the first to the seventh. Sometimes it takes the whole month to get the result from what we're looking for. So what I have done... That is a good, I, that is a good perspective. You said something, I just caught something, but go ahead, keep going. What I have done is created a group program that's going to stay very small and intimate so that everybody can still get attention um, but I have made it feel like one on one. What did you say? What did you? you I said, said something. something about micromanaging your clients. Yes. Mm-hmm. Keep going. I'm sorry. Who are you sending that to? Not myself. I'll be texting myself notes. So you can teach about it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Teach on it tonight, actually. <laughs> yeah. So this year, I want to, and and what I am noticing is. The week-to-week interaction, though, it's great. And my clients will still get touched week-to-week, right? They'll still have interaction week-to-week. But the coaching for me is going to be a little bit different. And I believe it's going to be more effective Mm -hmm. because I also want to develop entrepreneurs who are self-sufficient. I don't want you to have to... Right now, you know, you can... when When you're working with your clients too much 
and they're able to come to you for too much feedback, you create this codependency where they're afraid to operate their business in the six days that they don't talk to you. And that's not productive either. So um, I believe going into the group model is going to be really awesome, um, especially for the clients. Like the transition is going to be for me. The the biggest difference is going to be for me because I like, I actually like one-on-one coaching, but we are going into some different directions. Um, I want to this year focus more heavily on our partnership. Yes. Yes. I want to focus more heavily on our partnership and whatever that means. Like, as I'm even talking about it, I just got this little flutter in my heart. Like, it's about to go up. Oh. <laughs> we got the the one idea, which, uh, you want to talk about it? Mm-mm. The one that I literally just texted you and said, nobody is doing this? No, what was that? Which one? The one that I, we're actively working on right now, I created the Google Drive for. Oh, no, 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 not oh, that. Oh, okay. The other podcast. Yes, okay. We can talk about it, right? We can okay, talk about good. that. So it's pretty much, it's a dope concept and we won't kind of throw the name out there. Well, no. No well, name. it's trademarked. Okay, well then throw yeah. the name out. Okay. So we are starting the, and now we're saying it, we really got to put... Oh, yes, we do, because the last time we said something... 100%. <laughs> so it's called the Brain Picker Podcast. <laughs> Brain Picker Podcast. So the objective is, for one, I don't do one-on-one coaching. Like, you can't just, like, book a, a Calendly link and pay and I get, you get me as coaching, right? Donnie, does, you don't have a link either, right? Mm-hmm. You just pay for some of my time. But what we're going to be doing, because everybody wants to, you like, can't. pick up. Huh? Just for the record, you can't just pay for my time. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> to the, the the Brain Picker podcast is a model that um, that says we get to coach people publicly, but you have to pay for the coaching. So, for instance, I don't know, it might be X amount of thousands of dollars for you to be on the Brain Picker podcast. And it's virtual, so you don't have to be in person. Uh-huh. But we actually, you give us your, your business idea. We kind of do some research on it, all that kind of stuff. And then we come to the table and we're coaching you live. Here's the cool thing. Some people might, like, we're, we're going we're gonna to, like, almost like Kevin Samuels. You know how he just flamed you, tell you what's wrong with you? You know, he says you're built like a linebacker or something like that. I'm like, yo, Kevin Samuels, you got to you got to chill. But <laughs> there, people like that live feedback, mm-hmm. right, in front of people on a public platform. But also, if we can help somebody with their business in this 45 minutes, hour, however long it's going to take, but me, you get me and Donnie's brain on your business. Here's what's really really cool: outside of us coaching the person. They have an audience of people that might want to support the idea through the coaching. Mm -hmm. So that's where, and it's not free. I'm not just doing it just for free. Like you have to pay for it. You pay to be on the podcast Mm -hmm. and we coach you and, you know, you put whatever your link is. And, you know, if you want to learn how to build a t-shirt business or something like that, if the t-shirt, if the t-shirt business is dope, that's exposure for you. People are going to see it and like it. We're teaching you how to build it. Concepts. Mm-hmm. And you'll probably get a lot of support from our audience mm-hmm. seeing it. Mm-hmm. Building a podcast at the same time, which mm-hmm. the income from that podcast is going to be amazing. Amazing. Because I I think we could probably do that joint four, four times a week. Think of the numbers. 
I have to, I just had another idea. I have to take a note of this. We'll talk offline. Um, <clears throat> it's so crazy. Okay. Uh, okay. Got it. Um, yeah. So we have that coming up. We have some physical products That's coming up. physical stuff coming up, man. Mm-hmm. It's about, it's so lit. Let me just tell you about our relationship and who we both are. We both have um, our own strengths, right? Um, I, I don't know. What would you say my strength is? Um, your number one most obvious strength is uh, community leadership. Co- you're a connector of people, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Is that it? You have several things that you're talented at, but what I have been telling you for years <laughs> is that you are a master connector of people, meaning bringing people together to accomplish an end goal result. You are a master interviewer. You know that as well. And I think that you are one of the greatest visionaries in our space. Mm, uh, okay, I like that. That makes me smile. You want more? Yeah. Let me, uh, yeah, let me look at the thesaurus real quick. Okay. So I know adjective. <laughs> so in some of the, like, so I have these like ideas and I feel like I have the network to pull it off and the resource to pull it off. But the execution of it um, is how Donnie see. I see, yo, we need to have a building for events. And what Donnie's superpower is to, in an empty building, see the person checking people in at the front, seeing the merch set up here, seeing the flow of the event, seeing where everything needs to go, seeing how the operations work in the building. I think it's valuable to be able to see, yo, we need to have event event space. But she can see all that other stuff, right? And not that she can't see the building too because she's a great visionary as well. But when we are able to like stay in our our own lane and I can have this big idea and Donnie puts her brain on it and says, oh, well, we'll transition to people like this so we can have them. There's no reason to have both like we just talked about. When those two things came together, and that's what I was talking about with um, in the morning meetup, I was like, yo, I just, I don't see her coaching y'all like that. So y'all need to hit her. Y'all need to hit her immediately. Did you say that today? Because I got an influx of appointments on my calendar today. Oh, yeah. They probably felt that fear of loss. (laughs) I was like, yo, I just... I saw the emails uh, coming in like, yo, (laughs) what is this? What did I do? Shoot. Imagine, Imagine a business that we create that is a million dollars a month. There are no clients on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Now we got to choose. We just do charity stuff. We just want to help people. We'll do events to fulfill our, our helping of the people. We'll do that. But I, ju- I just feel like there's... I know for a fact that the things that I see, it, it's going to require one more of me and two, higher level talent to pull off the big thing. Mm-hmm. So, I was going to talk to Joe too. But. I'm in. I mean, I'm all in. I ordered all of my camera equipment. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited about that. Execution. I did that within minutes. And that's how you know I'm in because we've been talking about this camera equipment for a couple years at this point. Yeah, and all it took was an ASAP. She didn't even know what it... I was like, yo, did you get the camera? You got to set up? She's like, no. I was like, yo, get it. ASAP. Send me the list. Send me the list. <laughs> and then, like, minutes later, sent me the screenshot. She was like, okay, what do I need? And I'm like, I don't know. Hit Jose. And 
I'm literally minutes later, she has a screenshot of all the stuff <laughs> so that we can have the same clarity and all that kind of stuff for mm-hmm. this Brain Breaker podcast. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk to Joe some more. Let's talk to Joe. So he living life. This is so possible. It's so, I believe income follows value. Right. So I think the thought has to be for you, how can I double my value? Like double it. How can I be so value, valuable that it will be hard to replace me? And the harder it is to replace somebody, the more money they make. So I'm not, I'm not trying to replace you because I like being around you. So it's, it's, it's hard to replace you in the sense of I like working with people that I actually like. But I'm impartial. Eh. Whatever. So, so what I want you to do... Go, go ahead. No one here, her impartialness. I'm just impartial. Why? I'm just with... I need this... You know I love the feedback. Yeah. I mean, it, to me, it's about the job being done, mm-hmm. not the person. I used to hire the person and keep the person around because I really wanted the person around me. But I had a lot of misfires on the job getting done. I recently just went through that. Recently just went through that. And it put me in a pickle, put me in a situation where I needed to go and take a trip and decompress, right? So I like to hire people that I want to be around and are qualified to do the job. And one of the things that I do to ensure that that's happened now is I outline the job first. And then I give you an opportunity to apply for it. And I ask you seriously, based on these job descriptions or based on these job duties, can you do this job? Highlight for me which ones you feel like you have to learn to do. Highlight for me which ones you can do with ease. Like you can do this right now in your sleep. Where are you going to need some some high-level training? And then we make a decision from there. I feel that. I feel that. What are you about to say, Joe? But it's a little different because Joe has been around and he's on the team. And I can also appreciate Joe has demonstrated some serious loyalty. 100%. And I can appreciate someone in your position growing with the brand like, Joe, if you play your cards right, you'll be a millionaire just being connected to us. 100%. If you play your cards right, new, new. <laughs> okay. Getting new with everybody but me. <laughs> what are you about to say, Joe? No, what I was saying was, it's just, it's crazy that this conversation is being carried the whole week. Like, we had a conversation Tuesday. Darius pretty much talked to me through the podcast Wednesday. Thursday, we're having the same conversation. And I was telling you, like, I have to accept my leadership role in the position that I'm in. I think sometimes I shy away from it because I just don't want to be the center of attention, the spotlight. But I have to do that in all aspects of my life. But another big thing is that I don't want to do, but I know I have to do, is let some things go. Mm. I got to let some things go and put people in position where I am, where I know that they can excel and that, and I can just either just oversee it, just like look, just peeking in or just saying, yo, take that what I have and you take it. So I can really hone in on what I really have going on because through you, I got my first podcast client. And I called you. I said, yo, can I do X, Y, and Z? Boom, boom. You said, yes, thank Very you. Very respectful. Yeah. And so, you know, I figured it's, it's the right thing to do. And you said, you had, you had a conversation with me. You said, you know, that's cool, but so-and-so needs to do so-and-so. And you'd have a conversation with them. So I had that conversation, which I didn't want to do. But it's like, I'm learning to grow up in areas I need to grow up as a 34 going on 35-year-old man. And it's stretching me in places where I don't want to be stretched at. 
And it's causing me to really like set deadlines for myself. So right, right now, April 5th is a big deadline for me. I have to launch this thing April 5th. If I don't, I don't What's know. April 5th? April 5th is when I launched my coaching program okay. that I've been putting off for years. Okay. It's the first of second quarter. So this first quarter is where I got to start releasing some things and saying, yo, can you take this off for me? This is what it pays. It's yours. I'll teach you how to do the inside out, whatever you need. I'll still be there for you. But it's just, if I don't let these things go, I can't be who I need to be to you. I can't be who I need to be to Donnie. I can't be who I need to be to myself. I can't be who I need to be for my family. It's just, I'm stretched too thin right now. Yeah, I feel that. But I also want you to think, so y'all have a call Weekly, right? With you and Donald and Mark? Yeah, every Monday at 11. Who put that together? Um, Mark. I, I knew it was Mark. Yeah. Mark is playing for keeps right now. Mark is sending me presentations like, yo, we got, I got this idea, man. This is what we need to do. Listen, we do this and that and that, and we'll get to the 10,000. And I'm like, ooh, okay, that, that was good. But slow, slow down, Mark. Mm-hmm. Slow down, Mark. But he's like, yo, I got this idea. I got this idea. His objective is to become valuable. Mm -hmm. Our relationship with most of the people that we work with are, Donnie says, do this. Mm -hmm. And I do that. Mm -hmm. Or it's Donnie correcting the way I did it or checking up on the things that I was supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. That's the relationship. Would you agree that's the relationship you work with? But then you get these really special people who their, their objective is not just to do their job, but to become more valuable. Their job is to, to innovate, not just being reactionary to information, but their objective is, how do I help grow this thing? How do I, how, how do I really, really put uh, my mark on this thing that's growing? And that's what, like, Mark is super, in, you remember we had the idea about um, about the streaming service or something like that. And I'm like, Mark, we can't pull that off right now. But I'm, I'm super proud of him for innovation. He's thinking, yo, we'll do a million dollars a month in Detroit. And this is how we're going to do it. And I'm like, all right, well, what are you going to do? Okay, this is what I'm going to do. Now, he still has to work on some things in terms of being able to manage what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. But, but I think his heart is in the right place in terms of searching for the value that I can add and the more value that you can add, right? So, so think about this, Joe. Well, what is, what is your, what do you do here in this company? Similar, anything? Yeah, just outline. If you had a checklist. I had a checklist, of uh, course, record a podcast. So again? Just Social Proof or? Yeah. Social Proof. Let's, let's social Proof, social David Shan's Morning Meetup. Yeah. Social Proof, record a podcast. Um, David Shan's just pretty much just project management type stuff. So if a project comes about, I'll take a task out of it and execute that part of it. Sleep is a sucker. Let me ask you this question. Yes. What do you do that will be hard to replace? I think the podcast. Which part? This part right now, me sitting at this desk. I don't so think anybody's willing to... Should, could I, could I have someone to learn how to set up a camera? Mm-hmm. Switch, record, upload the footage. Yes. So it'll be hard for me to replace that? Not that portion of it. Just more so my flexibility. This week, we've recorded three episodes. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'll move some things around and make it happen. For sure. 
I think it's hard for people to really get adjusted to that part of it. True. But you don't work every day. I mean, in terms of like, I don't... Typically, this, yeah, 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 this yeah. typically we just record on Wednesdays. Right, like, right, right. For sure. Period, point blank. Mm-hmm. And in other days, we're not recording anything else. Correct. I think somebody would take that job. Yeah, they would. And I don't think it'd be hard to replace. You think? Not just say like that, no. So for Donnie, what she brings to the pot, it's hard to replace somebody who you can like flow it on camera and be a visionary thought leader because you got years of experience and understand how to talk to people, stuff like that, right? So it would be harder to replace a co-host than it would for the producer. Correct. I'm saying, I'm, say, I'm, I'm going somewhere with the point. I want you to think of that. I want you to think, what is it that I do in such a unique way or I can implement in a unique way that makes it hard for me to replace. And the harder you, harder it is to replace, the more money you make. Period. Point blank. There's never another way. Is your title officially producer? It has. It's, it's been producer. floating around for the past two weeks. And I was, Jen called me today. She's like, what's your title for the podcast? I said, they've been floating around producer for the past two weeks. So let's They're go with producer. that. I think you're producer. Or even, well, let's say, so let's say this. producer typically also brings talent to the, to the show, at least in radio world. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I brought somebody to the show. I did. Oh. Mitt. Huh? Mitt 215. He DM'd me. But I brought him to the show. DM <laughs> <laughs> me. Like, you just happen to have the, the DM and answer it. I cannot. <laughs> or even think I about answer the DM. Think think about a really good salesperson. Mm-hmm. Say you have a really good sales. I'm talking about deal closing. Mm-hmm. They act up a little bit. You're a little more lenient. Mm-hmm. Because they're harder to replace. Yes. Because that's a skill set to be able mm-hmm. to get somebody to pay $2,500, $5,000, $10,000. Mm-hmm. That's where the value is. So I always want you to think about, Joe, you're good. Okay, I'm not. I'm not scared. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, I was just going to write But down. like for the four people, that's how, that's how we have to like, that's how we have to think of it. I agree. I'm sorry, I did a lot of talking today. Are you? Come on, are you a city girl? <laughs> city girl's up five right now. BBS, BBS around my neck. Mm. Um, I'm just excited to be iced out. You know what I mean? I right, get off the mic, please. Just thank you. <laughs> oh, you're smelling like vacation. Can I? Still smell like vacation. Smell like new money. <laughs> the ocean breeze. Um, no, I I think we talked about this before when it comes to supporting roles. Um, when it comes to any role, especially figuring out how to be so significant to that role that you can't be replaced. But from a CEO perspective, you feel you you try to your job is to find those people who are so valuable who can replace you. Mm-hmm. So can Joe one day run the whole ship as you see it right now? In terms of like like podcasting and stuff like that? With what he does right now, with his responsibilities, could you go away for 30 days and know that Joe is holding it down? It depends. We still have a little shaky on the 
if you had dates and stuff for the if we had all of the episodes recorded episodes stockpiled and you didn't have to do any interviews and the ship just had to operate from that point forward yeah i mean we got a good we got a good system so we got joe between joe donald and mark they're working in sync right now I don't have to worry about is something going to be released. Now, I you did catch something yesterday, which is strange. But And there's still some things we're still working on, right? Our system. Yeah. yeah you know what I have noticed, time. though? In recent months, you haven't been in the group chat like, I need this, 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 this. Who got it? Only because I'm thinking, yeah, because everybody has their role. Everybody knows what they're doing. Yeah, because it was just too much. Yeah, everybody knows what they're doing. But I mean, I still like that though. Like, there's a checklist of things I need to have done. But now I'm just hitting people in silos. Who's that? Who's that? Oh, that was Brandon because he was supposed to be doing. <laughs> he was supposed to be doing like commenting or something like that, and he just wasn't doing it. BFF like, Brandon? Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. like, they're fired. I had to fire him. I had to fire him. Why do you keep giving Brandon responsibilities? That's he never boy. does you know them. I mean? That's my boy. Yeah, he just... Yeah. Yeah. He never, ever does them. Brandon, shame on you. <laughs> I was like, who is that? I don't have that number saved. What's that one about? Yeah, okay, cool. Yep, so... Yeah, that's um, that's the podcast. I think I need to start showing up on the weekly meetings now. I'm not doing the weekly meetings anymore. Oh, dang. Just I'm, when I I'm was thinking, ready. I'm, th- I'm thinking through... Because there's a lot going on, right? So we have morning meetup and then podcast. And then the people that do the podcast, they don't really have a whole lot to do with the systems and launch your podcast challenge and all that kind of stuff. And then those people don't really have anything to do with the podcast. So I want to have more targeted conversations with targeted You have so many entities that are separate but you're leveraging a lot of the same people in all of the entities. That's what I'm saying. No, but I'm not though. So it's only, there's, we got like a floater between, Joe would be the biggest floater, not even Jen really. Jen is more, she's not really on podcast stuff She's more to meet up. Yeah, she's more to meet up. David Shands, I need something, she got it. Joe will float between like event and podcast, but it's not a whole lot you do for morning meetup or funnels and stuff like that. So people pretty much have their, their roles. Don't so, try to disrespect my business. So why aren't you having, because one of your entities is David Shands LLC, right? Correct. So why aren't you having the, to prevent you from having to have all these different targeted meetings, why aren't you just doing one meeting and it's, for example, all right, what's up next? Sales team, blah, 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 marketing, uh, not marketing, morning meetup crew, where we at? Let's talk podcast, let's talk numbers. And you're just having one big meeting and I think it would be inspiring for all of the team members to kind of hear how the whole operation is being run. Yeah, but for me, I don't want to have more than an hour long conversation. It shouldn't be. But what I'm saying is, if I'm talking about the podcast, we could do an hour that, like there. You need more of an agenda. I mean, no, but like sometimes there are like things that we got to think through on the call. It's not just do this, do that. Sometimes I want to get the feedback so that we can think through how to build it. So well... Try maybe one full team meeting and then with your team leads, Mm -hmm. department heads. So whoever's heading operations, whoever heads the podcast, whoever heads the morning meetup for the entities, talk to them, you know, separately. You have these meetings and then you bring the whole team in in your weekly meeting and you still get to have the same 
type of feeling or impact or culture building that you're doing. Yeah, maybe. I'm doing some, like, some personnel uh, adjustments, too, so. Tell me about them. What you mean? Personnel adjustments. I mean, I don't think For example? I don't think we need to talk about it right now. Is that an offline conversation? Yeah, I mean, it's not even really a big conversation. It's just, you know. Shaking things up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, shaking things up a little bit. So, um, yeah, so, yeah, that's that. There's so many things when it comes to, like, building a bit. What time? So many things, that, uh, like, when it comes to building a business that um, that you, you have to consider. And I don't know what we would title this podcast because we talked about a little bit of everything. But mm-hmm. Would you have, you got a title? Well, we did talk about the disadvantages to friendship. We spent a little the time disadvantages there. Disadvantages of friendship in business. Um, yeah, okay, that'll be it. Yeah, That's disadvantages good. of friendship in business. See, see how valuable I just displayed myself to be, Joe. <laughs> There's an SOP for this. So, what's going through your head, Joe? Think about his value now. Hmm? Thinking of the value, I, I know I'm valuable, but sure. to put a name on it, like ask for a specific thing, I don't know yet. Yeah. You're obviously valuable. For sure, sure. Right? Mm-hmm. But start thinking about how can I be two steps ahead of David? Or 10 steps, for that matter. That's it. Mm-hmm. So instead of waiting to execute, how can I be two to 10 steps ahead of David at all times? Let's say, for instance, you would, you had this like creative way, like so let's say you were going to text our group every day different stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you've got this way of like, you write, you write well. And every time you send something out, your methodology of like value, 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 then ask for a sale. Every time you ask for a sale, we got people coming in and there's like something that you're doing, some sauce that's bringing in sales and revenue. That's hard to replace. Joe does that right now in real time? No, he doesn't. Oh, I was about to say. I mean, he. so it, here's the difference. I said, Joe, this is probably what you need to start doing to grow the pot, the Patreon because what's today? The 13th. 13th. Oh, so we got to look at the numbers in two days, mm-hmm. which I might end up paying Joe more money. But let me say this, David, you have to accept some accountability in this mm-hmm. because you are identifying tasks that need to be done that you would like to see happen. And you're saying, hey, Joe, you can do this. Joe is obviously not the person to do certain things. For sure, which is why this was our agreement. At first, we talked about, he said, yo, I'm going, I, he said, yo, I want to just Patreon joint. Well, you said you were going to do it, and clearly, <laughs> you ain't and paying. Joe was like, I got it. I was like, all right, well, if Donnie don't do it, you got it, but I don't want to have to do a whole lot. I never said I would do it. I, what? No, I no, 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 no. I, I, need to find the episode. I never wanted to do it. David asked me to do it, and I said, David, I'm too busy. And then you I said, I do it then, that. I do it then, I do it then. And it you just, say that, like, that was just too you much. You did not say you I, were What too I busy. said was, I was going to find the platform. No, we I already did. talked about it. No, you asked me to do it. I'm like, I'm too busy. What is this? What does this involve? What does this entail? David likes to throw these ideas off as if I am not as equally busy or busier. Joe, do you remember that being the conversation? I don't remember the conversation. I just know that Donnie was supposed to do it. Yes. No, 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 no. no. David had an idea for something that he wanted to do, of something that needed to get done, and he thought, he assumed I was the best fit. I was not the best fit for that. Let me tell you how I remember it happening. 
I'm not setting Listen. up a membership group in my own company. Yo, you know what? Because you said <laughs> that, but you would do it on this platform, of course. But she was like, no, I was waiting for a graphic or something like that. Well, yeah, so I started. And like when I'm in the mo- when I'm in the zone of getting stuff, I need what I need. I need what I need. I can't be waiting for this and waiting for that and waiting for that. I'm out of that. Moral of the story. I didn't do it. Moral of the story. So now, Joe now you said got he a would second grow- person who Joe said it. he would grow it. So he's talking to the Patreon people. He's like, they should have a certain percentage. If you got 100,000 followers, you should have X amount of subscribers, right? He's going through it. He's like, all we got to do is keep pu- pumping it. And this is what we're going to do. I'm like, all right, cool. As long as I don't have an extra burden, I give you X percent of that, and we'll run it. Are you going to meet the numbers on the 15th? We'll see. What was the number? The latest number? No, what oh, was... 150. Uh, uh, it was 150. Mm-hmm. And what's the latest and, number? And I let him come up with the number. 90. You got a strong power. got two days to get 60 people in Patreon. But... If, How many followers if, do you have? 200-something. How many subscribers to the YouTube channel? 200-something. 60 people out of 200,000? But we, we got we to gotta do the work. But anyway, what I said was, I was like, Joe, if you're not, like, growing... So there's an opportunity where you can do something, but if you're not growing it, then I'm just going to pay you to manage it. And if I pay you to manage it, you're probably not going to like how it grows. You're going to be disgusted. But if that's not his thing, it's easier for him to say, yo, marketing, the promotion, doing all that kind of stuff, being consistent, I don't have the time to do it. I'd rather you just pay me to manage it. And that might be cool. That might be his thing. So we have a meeting tomorrow, which is a big deal. We do. Did you forget? No, four o'clock. Mm-hmm. We're going in the office, right? Yeah. We have a meeting tomorrow, which is a pretty big deal. We need to meet after, though. Okay. What about before? Before might be tough. You got clients? No. I need to get my <laughs> hair done. What time is your appointment? Uh, to be determined. Our meeting is at 4.30. I see 4. I see 4.30. You see 4.30? Mm-hmm. Are you sure you see 4.30? Mm-hmm. You see it in the group chat? Or right, anyway, whatever, whatever it is. It don't matter. 4.30. Um, they don't, okay. So she actually said, so we're prepared to outline our... So you are planning to be late. No, look. Right here. Please let me know on Friday at 4 p.m. Look. Eastern works for you. What does you that have to... my calendar. You did that or she no, did that? she did that. Oh, I don't know. I didn't do that. She did that. Well, I don't got that on my calendar. I do have it on my calendar. At what time? 4.30. Exactly. She's bugging. Anyway... All right, so yeah, let's try to meet before that, man. Because in the evenings, I try to be home with my family. So, see what's all you, you got to get your hair done. You don't have a you don't have an appointment. My appointments are standing on Tuesdays, but I was out of the country, so oh, I have so to she's, squeeze something in tomorrow. Okay, all right, cool. I'll right, make it happen. Maybe we could do it uh, earlier. But anyway, Joe, why are you looking at me with this mis- mischievous grin? I'm not getting. I'm looking at the both of y'all. What I because oh, we just wasted mad time can't. talking about nothing. Yeah, like they're gonna date. Hey, Comments, drag them, please. Yeah, yeah, we just wasted that time. All right, this episode is sponsored by The Morning Meetup, themorningmeetup.com, the only organization that gathers every single day. One question for you. Where would you go to meet up with five to 700 entrepreneurs every day, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time? 
nowhere but The Morning Meetup. TheMorningMeetup.com. It is $79 a month. But so that you're for sure that this is going to be valuable for you, I'm going to do something special for you and you alone. I'm going to let you try out the amazingness of The Morning Meetup community for a dollar. Just one dollar for a whole week. Just to see if you like what we're talking about. See if it's uh, if it's valuable. And uh, uh, if you like it, stay. If not, you just leave and you're only invested a dollar. So go to themorningmeetup.com. I'm so sorry. You good? Themorningmeetup.com and just, you know, check it out. Done. This this. This episode is also, <laughs> y- y'all are so immature. This episode is also brought to you. Hey, little. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <coughs> clearing my throat. <coughs> Sorry. You're getting it, Joe. Got it. Okay. Are you seriously getting it? There you go. I see it now. Now make sure we hit that mic with lights on, bro. Um, <laughs> this episode is also brought to you by Six Figure EDU, Six Figure Accelerator, more specifically, the most comprehensive plat program. You want to start over? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at myself blinking. All right, you guys, this episode is also brought to you by Six Figure Accelerator. This is the most comprehensive training and development program for coaches and consultants. You have an idea. You have some information. You believe that if you could just share this with anybody else, you would bring them extreme value. But you don't know where to get started. Or maybe you already have a program and it's just not doing what it's supposed to do and you need some help to develop it uh, even further, even better. I got you. Six Figure Accelerator. And you can get access to that by going straight to sixfigureedu.com. The the word six, S-I-X, F-I-G-U-R-E-E-D-U.com. This episode is also brought to you by Post to Pay, the only network of entrepreneurs who are getting content delivered directly to their phone. So you're a thriving entrepreneur. You've got the business model figured out. You know exactly how you get value, but you are struggling to connect and convert clients through your social media. I have it all figured out. For you, I will send you three text messages every single day. All right, look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you, finally, you asked for it, and we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, the how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So... It's about that time. We put together a Patreon. We put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So even this podcast we're listening to right now, there needs to be conversation. I want to hear what you got. I want to hear what you got. Like, let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect, connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships. Okay, so... Check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. Um, the support is um, the support is appreciated. Okay, thank you so much. Now back to the episode. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, 
or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.